back at it again. Welcome back to Headlight Headlines, your daily automotive news podcast. Today is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. And we've got a few stories for today. But before we get started, be sure to check us out on Twitter at HLightHLines, on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at Headlight Headlines. We're kicking it off with a quite interesting story about General Motors right here and that they are investing a lot of money into making a new V8. So this is pretty interesting timing for something like this to be happening. Um, The C8 Corvette already has its V8 engine. Like They're already using quite a few V8s and some of them are new. Like the one in the C8 is relatively new, newer and most automotive manufacturers right now are moving into the EV segment. So you wouldn't expect for them to spend this much money on making a new V8, but General Motors is doing it. So they're saying it's going to be a sixth generation small block engine. And basically what they're doing is investing money into each of their plants that has to deal with the production of this engine. Um, so the total is $854 million, which is a crazy number, getting close to a billion dollars. 579 of that $854 million goes to their Michigan, Flint, Michigan plant, um, where they make the blocks, cranks, and assemble the engine. And they're currently, they build their 3-liter LZ20, the Duramax turbo diesel, um, for the half-ton trucks. But they will begin working on that other new V8 immediately as well. $216 million goes to the Bay City, Michigan plant, which does camshafts and connecting rods. $47 million to the Defiance, Ohio plant, which is where they make the block castings. And then $12 million into the Rochester, New York plant, where they make manifolds and fuel rails. So... Another thing that's speculated here is why are they putting all this money in this V8? They're saying, oh, are they going to they gonna put it in the next Corvette after the C8? Maybe. But the C8 just came out in 2020. And it will probably be around for a couple more years, but maybe. And then people are saying, oh, well, maybe they're going to put it in the Camaro to compete with the new Mustang that was just came out. Well, they don't have a Camaro, a new Camaro right now. So are they developing one? Maybe. I hope so, to be honest. But who knows? Obviously, it'll go in all their big SUVs and some of their trucks. Tahoe, Escalade, Suburban, Silverado. But it is interesting because it's like, they're going to put it in something. But some things are going to have to become electric. Because they have s- multiple EVs already. They have the Silverado. They have the Equinox. They have the Blazer. So I don't know. Hopefully, I'm hoping for the Camaro, to be completely honest. But I don't want to get my hopes up. Who knows? We'll see. Time will tell. But that's a lot of money to be investing into V8. 
Next up, we have a little bit of an update. Nothing like crazy. It's just a couple pictures of the new Mazda CX-90. We talked about this last week. Um, and I believe it was last Tuesday, like a week ago. And the CX-90 is being debuted on January 31st. And they keep giving us like these random images, teaser images. So this one is probably one of the better ones. Not in terms of quality, but in terms of what it's showcasing. You can see the whole front end here. You can see the headlight shape somewhat. You can see the grill, the wheels. But then some of the other ones, like this picture, doesn't show you anything. They also released this video, which is about the performance, the engine. This is one, an image we had last week. Um, and they talked about how it looks similar to the CX-60 grille. An interesting thing is this inline six badge right here. We knew it was going to come with that new 3.3 liter version. And this confirms that. And I'm going to assume that's going to be the standard engine on the car. Maybe even the only one because of the badging. Um, it comes with 340 horsepower, 369 pound-feet of torque, and it has a hybrid system. I do... This headlight shape is very interesting. I do like it. How it's kind of like triangular-ish. Let me go back to that first picture. Yeah, it's this section right here. I like that. And then the color is called Artisan Red. Looks like a very Mazda color, to be honest. This picture doesn't show anything besides this little duct right here. This little side skirt kind of thing. And, yeah, nothing too crazy. Here's the rear tail lights. Another picture of that inline six badge, except it's all messed up. And, yeah, nothing too crazy. Just a couple more little updates. So, we are now one week away. It'll be the 31st, today's the 24th, seven days away, so we will know here soon. Next up, one of my favorite brands, Polestar here. They're doing a facelift of the Polestar 2 for 2024, and they're doing a lot of upgrades to it. So here you can see these pictures of it. It's got kind of a new front end design with this grill right here. I think it looks very nice. Um, they're saying that there will be a rear-wheel drive option, and all trims get power and tech upgrades, which is sweet. Love it when they do that. Um, you can see it has these performance pack wheels, is what they called, that were only available in the Polestar 3 before, but now you can get on this Polestar 2. And they're boosting the efficiency range and power with the rear-wheel drive and all-wheel drive. So, the signal motor goes from 231 horsepower to 299, which is a lot. Torque from 243 to 361, also a lot. And then dual motor goes from 408 horsepower to 421. Not as big of a jump, but still, still a respectable jump. 467 pound-feet of torque to 548. 
which is like 80 or so. Pretty good. Uh, the dual motor can disengage its front motor in certain scenarios, which is interesting. But now that they have the rear-wheel drive one, that kind of makes sense. And there's this performance pack we talked about before with these wheels. Um, it also comes with Brembo brakes. Olin dampers. Not sure what that is. I mean, I know what a damper is. <clears throat> and, yeah, very nice. So, 455 total horsepower. They're saying 4.1 seconds. 0 to 60, pretty good. 270 miles of range. And 300 on the dual motor. Or, no, from 270 now to 300, I believe. Very very nice. I love the Polestar 2 and it just looks so nice. Love the looks. I wish they showed some interior pictures here because it's just a beautiful car and I love what Volvo is doing with the Polestar brand. Very nice. Love to see it. This one's a pretty interesting story. Um, so now Ford has done over the air updates to the knob on the F-150 Lightning and Mustang Mach-E. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me explain. Tesla is able to do all these over-the-air updates with their software to make improvements on random things. And so Ford, with its newer vehicles, is able to do this as well. Let's see what the picture is. Here it is. So here is the infotainment screen of the F-150 Lightning. And you can see right here in the middle, there's actually a volume knob in the middle of the screen, which is very cool. And now what they're basically doing is allowing the knob to be used for multiple functions instead of just the volume. So up here it says, the title says, gets a thumbs up from glove users. And the reason it says that is because before to change, let's say like, I believe the fan speed or the temperature, you have to tap and then like drag a slider. Um, and now you don't have to drag the slider, you can tap on it and then turn the knob in order to increase or decrease however you want uh, the fan speed or some other things, cabin temperature, um, heated seats, stuff like that. So that's very cool to see. It makes it a lot easier because, and it will be better for the future because once infotainment starts to get outdated and the responsiveness decreases, that will be very helpful for vehicles like this. So it's very cool to see. Here's what the old menu kind of looked like. Not that it it looks different, but not that it's like really means much here. Um, like that, they also made random updates to the responsiveness. They say it feels less laggy. Um, and they're kind of trying to work out and see what else has been fixed in it. So very cool from Ford. Taking a page out of Tesla's book here. Being able to do these over-the-air updates, and because Tesla was the first to do this, and I don't think very many, BMW may have done a couple, but I don't think very many automakers have done these over-the-air updates, so it's cool to see Ford doing that, um, and hopefully they can keep making improvements on things like that, because it's subtle things like that with the interaction that just make people love their cars way more. Next up, an interesting story, but not a crazy story. 
and we'll see why here in just a second. So, the title is Cool Car Colors Are Making a Small Comeback, which is true, but it's not crazy. Most popular car color, white. Who would have guessed? The top three are white, black, and gray. It says here, black, white was 39%, black was 18%, and gray was 16% of 2022 globally. Um, silver is 8%, which some people would confuse gray and silver. But then, that's 81% is all of those. I believe. Wait, that doesn't really add up. 40, 20... Uh, yeah, we'll say it adds up. But yeah, 81%. So that means 19% is different. Which is cool. See, they're talking about worldwide, now they're saying US. I don't know. Blue was the most popular chromatic shade, which is 8%, which ties silver. Which I think blue is going to be the biggest color like that. It's just nicer than red, to be honest. <laughs> I like it better. Um, then red is 5%. Every other color took 1% or less. So yellow, orange, green, purple, all were 1%. Which is crazy. And that means that there's probably like a couple other colors. Probably green, brown. But I, the reason I picked this story is because I think that car colors should come back they have a few dodge i know has some colors they've got purple and yellow and orange but we need more we need more colors like we need honda to bring back the yellow from the integra from the old integra and we need more blue colors like i know bmw has nice blue colors but we need more we need toyota to make some cool blue colors i don't know i just think that we need more cool colors because as far as selling cars, yes, black, white, silver, gray do the best. But in terms of resale value of cars, uh, especially on like sports cars and other like cool cars, cooler colors are worth more money. And they always will be. So I think we need a little bit more. Like, let's say in 2023, they try to double it to 2% for the other colors. That would be insane. And that would be really cool. And I think I think more companies need to have their own versions of colors to set them apart. So, like, yeah, Dodge has yellow, which is really cool. But, like, if other companies bring in their own yellow, I don't know. I just think the options should be out there. Because the more options, the better, right? And then, next up for our last story, we have a wild... I'm not going to spoil it yet, because if I click on it, it's going to come up with the picture. An interesting uh, vehicle that was spotted. So, like, we know about up-badging, where people will take their 328i BMW and put an M-badge on it uh, to make it look like an M3 when it's not really... And, like, that's terrible. Like, people shouldn't do that. That's just dumb. Makes you look silly. Because um, people can tell. Here's a version of up-badging that I n never thought I would see. 
not at least in 2023, maybe like down the line eventually. But it is a Mazda 6 with a different row right here. This car is not a BMW. It is a Mazda. It is a Mazda 6 sedan. And it looks really funky. The front, to be honest, the grill, it's, or not the grill, the bumper itself, the front bumper, like the BMW part, doesn't look too bad, to be honest. But then when you look at the headlights, you're like, what? Those don't look like BMW headlights. It just looks goofy. I wish we could see the whole car. Because you can see they also have some weird little badge on the side. They've got some aftermarket wheels. Clearly this person is trying to make their car look cool. They put the weather guards there, I think. And it's not. So I wish I could see the back. And it's just so goofy to look at. I did not think I would see this today when I turn on the computer. But hey, you know what? People can do whatever they want. And if they want to look silly like this, go right ahead. They're just going to get clowned by everyone out there. <laughs> uh, let me know what you think of this. That's all I got for today. Make sure to have a great day today. And I'll see y'all in the next one.